to use that opportunity to go and, and indoctrinate these kids with your street ghetto philosophy. Certain point. If you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star, then uh -huh, uh -huh, then, right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status. We, I mean, I'm not even, I'm not even saying eat meat, but at least put some cereal in the milk. Come on. <laughs> you, that's like taking six, 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 the mark of the beast, and redefining it, like Biggie tried to do, and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666, you can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Traditions. We're still on traditions. We're on 104 now. And we're going to talk about anointed oil. Amen. Anointed oil. Y'all laughing because you know oil can't be anointed. All right. That's a good start. That's a good start. Anointed oil. It's going to help you. A lot of you. Because a lot of you have oil in your home and you use it for praying. This is going to help you a lot. The Old Testament priests were instructed to use oil in their services unto God. The oil was typically derived from a mixture of crushed olives and spices. This use of oil was permitted to consecrate or mark a person or object as set apart for the Lord's use. Second Kings 9 and 6. And he arose and went into the house and he poured the oil on his head and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have what? Anointed thee king over the people of the Lord, even over Israel. So all was used in the Old Testament to set people apart for God's use, as well as to mark a person so that you would know this person had been consecrated by God. Throughout the Bible, people were anointed with all to signify God's calling or blessing on their life. God selected people to bless and others to lead his people. So God's calling a blessing on their life. God select people to be blessed and others to lead his people. So God does select people. He selects them. He picks them. These people prophesy and lay hands on you when you were young and you grew up and, 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 and every uh, prophet that saw you is like, hey, God's got a great work for you. God's got a great work for you. God's going to do something for you. God's going to do something through you. God's going to use you. God's going to use you. And that all could be true, but it's going to come from your self-denial and willingness to give your will over to the Lord. Amen. So that's what we want to be in here. We don't want to keep our agenda. We want to follow God's agenda. And when it gets tough, we're going to keep following God's agenda. And that's how you know the difference between those that are called and those that are what? Chosen. The all symbolized, look at somebody say symbolized, symbolized covenant and identified the selected individuals as what? Anointed. Oh, boy, I could do a whole message on what we call anointing. Somebody sang real good. Oh, Brother Cameron sung so good this morning. He surely is what? Anointed. If he did 10 rows, he's anointed. But if he did 20 rows, he's specially. That's a super, that's a supersonic, super saiyan anointing. He got extra power. 
Oh, yeah, we call everything anointed. When I shook his hand, I just, woo, it just sent shit. Woo, it just, that's lust. Sorry. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but you like him. And we, become, we call it anointed. <laughs> Feelings and, woo, goosebumps and, no, this is it right here. The anointed, the all symbolized covenant and identified the selected individuals as anointed. So God wanted to show something outwardly to prove what was happening inwardly. Mark 6 and 13. And they cast out many devils and did what? Anointed with all many that were sick and healed them. Amen. All and other objects were consecrated for use in worship to God. Holy objects are not God. Though some objects were bearers of God's power or representation of him, God is not in everything and immaterial objects should not be worshipped as such. Amen. God is not in the podium that the preacher preached and God is not in the towel where the sweat was that he wiped. Amen. God is not in your big black heritage Bible. Because you got a smash rose from the funeral of a great powerful man of God in there. Amen. When you, you count all your month's salary on that Bible. Like it's going to make a difference. Where's my Bible? I can't count no money unless I got my Bible. Turn it to the transparency where you do. Jesus is there. Oh, Jesus go. Look, there he is. Some of y'all don't have a black heritage Bible, so y'all don't know what I'm talking about. That's that big, gigantic Bible. And man, if you got that and sitting on the table, it, you don't read it. You just behold it. You behold it. You behold it. If somebody fall, the kids fall, you go close their arm up in the book. You got to close it. So the pages will wrap around it. Heal that arm. Baby, got a headache? Put your head in there. <laughs> no, God is not in that Bible. Amen. Crosses and, oh man, like we in a vampire movie. People got crosses and praying with them and putting the, the prayer beads around, wrapping them. And God is not in everything. And immaterial objects should not be worshipped as such. Acts 10 and 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? The Holy Ghost and with what? That's dunamis power, like dynamite. Who went um, about doing good and healing all that were what? Oppressed. Oppressed of the devil. For God was where? God was with him. So he was anointed, but God was with him. And God being with him was the Holy Ghost, which was the anointing. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. All that were oppressed. I love the first part because all we see when we read the Bible is just the, the, the buzzword. Who oppressed by the devil and who healing? Oh, yes, that's some healing. We need some healing. But they totally miss who went about doing good. What does that mean Jesus was doing? That was what? He was making good decisions. That means you line that whole 160 character tweet up and get ready to send it. And then you look at it and the Holy Ghost say, don't send that. That's not a good decision. Pick up that phone, dial that number. I'm going to tell this. I'm, I'm going to tell it. Good. Hang it up. 
that's a good that's not a good decision. Facebook, I'm gonna inbox him. I'm gonna let him know. And you type ten paragraphs. Get ready to it's not a good decision. Jesus went about doing good, meaning making good decisions. He was doing good because he was laying hands on people, he was healing people. He was making good decisions. That power could not even operate through him if he was making bad decisions. We know Jesus ain't going to make a bad decision. I'm, I'm just bringing it down to our level. How's it going to operate if you're making bad decisions? You need to make good decisions. Look at somebody and say, make good decisions. So when you preach like that, folks say, oh, that's legalism. You, so you're trying to say I ain't saved because I make bad decisions? You ignorant. Why would you even say what you just said? Why would you defend bad? The very fact that you just defended bad, let me know something's wrong with your cranium. Oh, so you're trying to say I ain't saved. Oh, so you're guilty of making bad decisions? Well, I'm just saying if I go off and do it. but Well, let's try not to do it. What's wrong with trying to make good ones? Blessed all. Can all be blessed? Can the all be blessed? If, I can, if all can be blessed, I'm frying in it. I'm cooking everything I'm, I'm blessing lard and fat, bacon greased and sat in the canister. Mrs. White's. Might as well bless it all. Uh huh. Yeah. That would have tripped you out when you was young if you had walked in church and saw some of those cans that sit on the on the stove. Maxwell House can. What, what you doing with that? Well, it's my oil. I need you to bless it. Hog jaw fat. Oh, you mix bacon and hamburger meat all. Then you fried fish in it. It's got the little cornmeal pellets in the, at the bottom. And you brought that to church? White on top and greasy in the middle? Smelling the church up? Church smell like a two-piece? <laughs> yeah, if you're going to bless all, bless the battle. Bless the all that need blessing. The olive oil is pure. Bless that. <laughs> and what if the woman didn't, what if they didn't have any money and that's all, all they had? You're going to turn them away? I'm sorry, sister, but your oil does not qualify. <laughs> See, I'm the only one out there. I just sit around and think of that stuff. I've been just sitting like, what if somebody's going to walk in here with a Folgers can of oil <laughs> and set it on the altar? Would, 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 would he just be blessing, you know, blessing the, you know, the bottle? It's a certain look. You don't have that one then. You, and he's blessing all of them to get to yours. Oh, oh I need the elders for this. Torashata. Mm. Oh, fat, fat. And don't let it get too hot in the church. Then the can gonna sweat. You can't even pick it up then. Somebody, that just brought back a memory for someone. Blast all! Divine power rests in God alone. Anointing all itself does not have any healing power. That's what the oil was called. Anointing oil. Not anointed oil. We say anointed oil and we say blessed oil. But it was anointing oil for the act of anointing someone. Amen? So the anointing wasn't in the oil. It was for the act of anointing. Symbolism. All was used by believers in the early church when called upon to pray for the sick. The anointing all did not heal anyone. God did. 
But the use of oil bolstered the faith of the sick and symbolized the manifestation of the Holy Spirit's healing power. Exodus 29 and 7. Then shalt thou take the anointing oil and pour it upon his head and anoint him. The oil is not anointed oil. It is used for the act of anointing. Amen? Many have been incorrectly taught that God's power can be attained from or stored in blessed all. Yeah, put this blessed all in your house and all the demons will go away. But you can't just put it in your house. You got to anoint everything in your house. Now, the Bible was anointing people and setting them apart for God, right? Why are you putting all on the doorknob and can't nobody even get in? This is going to keep the devil out. Well, this, your husband can't get in. Hey, hey, baby. <laughs> See, uh, if, you was, if you had the Lord, if you was anointed, you, you could turn that knob. <laughs> I got a friend almost got electrocuted. Because they poured, he got on the organ and just slid off. Man, I was out acting a fool. And so they called themselves going to try to get him saved and just poured all, all over the organ. So the organ is just the active conductor. <laughs> I mean, ready to light him up. So if he had turned it on, he didn't turn it on. He just slid off of it and saw the oil there. Sister, I'm not to turn it. If he had turned that organ on. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's the prayer warriors. They had come in before service and threw all everywhere. It's like one church, they was throwing it on the walls. It's like, dude, your paint is messed up. Your paint is bubbling. Oh, it's bubbling for Jesus, though. You don't care about no bubbles, no man-made paint. It's about the anointing. Okay. Yeah, so people are taught that God's power is in the all. This false teaching has called people to pray over all in an attempt to put God's power in the all. So they bring the all and line it up on the altar and want the preacher to pray God's power in the all. But you can't do that because that's oil. So you can't put power in the oil because the power isn't in the oil. Mark 7, laying aside the commandment of God, meaning they're just just not honoring what God said because they're holding the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and then all these other crazy things that you're doing, especially anointing oil and making oil have some sort of power. So when you run out of the oil, you can't even pray. Somebody sitting there just uh, in your house just about to bleed to death. And you're looking for the oil and can't find it. Uh Uh-oh. Well, Nice knowing you. No, the oil is symbolic. So if you don't have the oil, you better still pray. Contrary to false traditions, oil cannot be empowered, nor can it contain the virtue of God. Likewise, there is no holy water. Amen, horror movies. Holy water and crosses because you scared of vampires. Then why are you watching them? Why are you watching the undead? You scared of zombies. Why are you watching that? Why are you watching that? Contrary to false tradition, oil cannot be empowered, nor can it contain the virtue of God. Likewise, there is no holy water. No water can heal the sick, cleanse sins, or ward off evil. Amen. I don't care how many. Yeah, you can throw it in a cross. You can draw it. You can just a check mark. However you want to throw it. It's not going to do those things. Amen. 
1 John 2 and 27. But the anointing which ye have received of him does what? The anointing does what? It abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall do what? So the anointing which you received of him, meaning the power of God, is now residing where? It abideth where? In you. Not in objects. Not in things, but where? This is the most important part of this message. You better get it. It abideth where? In you. You are anointed if you are a believer. Because when you believe that God is in you, his power is there and you are anointed. Doesn't come out in a song and doesn't come out in, uh, you know, an act or a talent or a gift. I watched my friend K-9 Bundridge last night, watched his fight and he won his belt back. But I was sitting there watching the fight and I was like, yeah, man, get him, get him. But I wasn't going to say, yeah, hit him, man. Ooh, anointing of the Lord will flow through him so he can knock the dude's block off. I, and he's a believer, but I don't believe the power of God. is. If the power of God hit that dude, <laughs> that's it. He'd be crushed. So, I mean, I'm not praying for God to give him strength. He don't need God's strength to hit somebody. That would kill him. I can't get amens. I, we need to watch what we're saying. So when the musician's playing good and we think it's the anointed, no, you just like it. It feels good. It's frequencies. That's what it is. It's not anointing because somebody can do it well. Most of the time when they can do it really, really, really well, it's demons. Because they can't do nothing else. Amen. You going to call that the power of God? When he playing, he just killing and killing. He get out the organ. <laughs> What's wrong with him? He can't do nothing but play. When he get on that organ, he cold. But you get him off. You just... <laughs> That's the anointing, huh? Real power. Look at your name and say real power. God's power no longer dwells in the inanimate objects or earthen objects. Under the old covenant... Look at somebody and say, Old Covenant. Old Covenant, yeah, his power was in stuff. It was in stuff then, yes. Ark of the Covenant was a conduit of God's power. You do anything around that ark that you're not supposed to be doing, you're gone. You're just gone. And that was an object. You, you, yeah, you'll put it in a room with some bad stuff happening, and every, there's just bones in there. I mean, they put it in a room with a statue. Statue just, ooh. <laughs> Cut the statue head and hands off. The, 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 the ark. I would have loved to see that. I hope God got that on tape. When I get to heaven, I was like, God, we just need to go back in history. Because there's a couple of things I want to see. Would you want to see that? I, wanna, I mean, I want to see them carrying it there. Setting it in there and then closing the door. I want to see what happened when that door closed. Between a statue and a box. Two inanimate objects in that fight. I want to see that. Then God is like, oh. Nobody else think like that? Oh, man. I'll pray it. You know what? I want to see that. You think you want to see it. It'd probably scare us half to... Because that box probably just transformed. <laughs> oh, that had to be cold. Wow. 
We need to do a video like that, gang. We need to, there you go. CG that, man. The art just getting down. <laughs> What's the dude? Uzai? What was his name? That touched it? Man, that had to be just wonderful to see. But the Ark of the Covenant was a conduit. It was an animate object, but it had power. Now, according to the New Covenant, which we are under now in the New Testament, the bodies of born believers are the soul bearers of God's power on earth. We are the Arks of the Covenant because God's power now dwells in us. 1 Corinthians 3 and 16. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God, what? What? Dwelleth in you. He's not in a box. He's not in all. He's in you. The Holy Spirit of God dwells within us. Therefore, we have the power of God residing in us. Jesus likened himself unto a vine and believers unto what? Branches of the vine. If we remain grafted into the vine, then his power can flow to and through us. Real power comes to us by being in relationship with Christ. Acts 1 and 8. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria, uttermost parts of the world. Because of power that is dwelling in you. Our faith must remain in God and following his way. We must receive God's power from fellowship with the Holy Ghost and not from practicing false traditions. It is impossible to obtain God's power from anointing all. It is forbidden to attempt to transfer and store the power of God in holy objects. Amen. That's what pagans do. That's, that's, yeah. Y'all know some of those folks that are so religious and so spiritual that they just went pagan on the slide. Go in that house and bumping in the crosses, hanging and bells ringing and man, what in the world? Voodoo mask and got all the apostles heads on the wall and just Lord's supper, just every, I mean, candles lit. Yeah. Got all the symbols, got all the different crosses, got the the crosses from back in antiquity and got the, I mean, come on, got the Coptic cross and got just everything, all of that stuff. No, man, that stuff don't make your house holy. It don't make your house holy because you got cut out Bible. You didn't cut a Bible up and use it as wallpaper. (laughs) That ain't making your house holy. (laughs) You just reduce the resale value. I don't know if I cut the cut the pages out of the Bible, put it on the wall, and then wallpaper over it. Yes, somebody really did that. What you do that for? I wanted the word in the walls. That just made my head hurt. Yeah, you no God is not in any of that. Won't you just walk around declaring the word? Won't you just speak the word? When your old bad children sleep, won't you go speak the word over them? Amen. Your crazy husband, when he acting a fool, wait till he go to sleep and pray the word over it. Don't wake him up and do it. <laughs> wait till he sleep. Because you know he crazy. That's why you praying. <laughs> Acts 7 and 48. How be it? The most high dwelleth not in temples made by what? Hands. He's not into that. Summary.
The word anoint means to smear or rub with oil. That's all it means. Smear or rub with oil. Smear or rub with oil. That's what anointing means. This act was to show that a person was set apart by God and protected by his power. The truth of the matter is that God's power saves, protects, and heals us. We can use oil as a symbolic tradition to show in the natural what God is doing in the spirit realm. But we should never have faith in the oil itself. Many will use Pompeian brand olive oil because the, bi- the bottle looks holy. You coming out with a bottle shaped any other way than the Tower of Babel and that oil is not blessed. It's got to be shaped like Babel. Like a tower. It's got to be a tower. Yeah, y'all see where I'm going with that, right? They don't even make it anymore in that bottle. Now the bottle is messed up. I guess ain't nobody getting prayed for now. Man, you got to go all the way to Pompeii to get that all. Siphon it out of a camel's hump. That's where they hid it. That's where they hid the real oil. But many will only use Pompeii brand olive oil because the bottle looks holy or the smell is reminiscent of preachers and pastors of old. When you smell that Pompeii, oh, glory, because that reminds me of a time. <laughs> y'all laughing and y'all know I'm telling the truth. You know that oil has a certain smell that take you back to a revival. You smell that oil, I remember. Uh, oh. That's, And it was so funny when we was growing up, they would have, you know, have you bring the oil, and they just didn't know any better, but they'd have you bring the oil so that the pastor could bless it or that the elders could get around it and bless it, pray a blessing on it. So when you took it home, it would work, right? And most of the time it did work, but it wasn't all. It was your faith in the process, basically, right? So on on the cool, it kind of (laughs) worked. Kind of worked a little, kind of, kind of. But God doesn't want you confused like that. He wants you to know where his, what's really working. Your faith and his power. Not the oil. Amen. But they would bring it and line it up on the steps or on the altar. And you would look at it. And then you would see that bottle that wasn't shaped like the others. And you start looking at the audience trying to figure out, okay, now who ain't saved? Who ain't saved and brought the wrong oil? Yeah, it was that serious. But the basis of our Christian walk should be obedience to Christ, our obedience and not the use of anointed oil activates the power of God in our lives. Amen. Second Corinthians one and 21. Now he which established establishes us with you in Christ and hath anointed us is who God who hath also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. Look at somebody say, the power is in me. Look at somebody say, the power is in you. Everyone stand to your feet. Wasn't this message good? How many of you needed that? Amen. I, I mean, man, I just like this kind of stuff. Not to slight people that use the all that way. They're just doing what they know. But man, I love having clarity and understanding. So when I do it, I understand. And I understand when they do it. When they come to me and... Ma'am, will you, will you bless this all? I said, well, let me just bless you. Let me play a blessing over you since you're the one that's anointed. 
And, you know, we just all can be used as a symbol and call for the elders of the church. All those things, because when the elders would come, they would bring they would they would uh, uh, ignite the faith in the person by using the oil. And the person would be able to see because they may have lacked faith. But God expects us to grow in faith. Amen. Because remember, there was a transfiguration with the disciples and uh, with Jesus. And God showed them, some, a couple of the disciples showed them something that happened spiritually. Showed it to them in the natural. Gave them eyes to see into another dimension. And they saw that transfiguration of Christ. Right? But then after Christ died and came back. And they all saw him back with the nail prints in his hands, whatever. Thomas said, man, it is you. Because he touched him and he said, no, blessed are they that have not seen. And you believe. So in other words, I, won't, I expect you guys to grow to the point to where you don't have to see it and still believe. You see what I'm saying? It's a process, but I want you to get to that point so that eventually nothing will shake your faith. Amen. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.